Yo, this is your boy Marlon Joseph. This is the Ratchet Dashikis. This is episode three. And uh, this is the episode about why we as black people cannot seem to understand the power of numbers, you know? I was watching this week where Ice Cube was going through some shit. Man comes up with a plan, his own plan. Now, he keeps telling y'all niggas that it's his plan, but, uh, you know, we got certain blacks that want to be liberal or certain blacks that want to be conservative, and so they want to fit this man's plan into some shit they want, you know? And I find that totally disingenuine. Um, he's got to go on right talk shows and the left talk shows to just take ownership of what belongs to him, man. And um, I don't know if Ice Cube did the right thing. I don't know if he did the wrong thing with that. You feel me? I just don't know. But all I know is he has a point. When you are trying to get something, you have to get that from power if you're going to go that route. Which uh, leads me to thinking about a lot of shit, man. Like, is a liberal black person wrong because they want to be about abortion rights and gay rights. You can say no. Is a conservative black person wrong because they want what they consider fiscal responsibility and a better military? I can't say neither one of those are wrong. What I can say is all of those are wrong in my opinion. See, when I started the Wretched Dashiki, I had to I'm gonna keep it real. When I started the Ratchet Dashikis, man, I um, this was about black men who were willing to be globally pro-black. Uh, the Ratchet was the American part. The Dashiki was us going all around the world, whether it be Brazil, Ghana, uh, Nigeria, um, Australia, and linking up with the the best of us, so we can get some kind of hold on the rest of us, man, because we. And these spaces, man, um, are out there, and there's really no excuse. I shouldn't have took this long to get in this space. And I'll tell you what I mean. I had a conversation with a kid named Woke Progressive 2.0, man. And this kid, I guess he got mixed kids. I got two mixed sons from a Hawaiian uh, woman. He has, uh, I guess, one from a white girl now. You know, this thing with black folks is they, they have, we have put each other in such a box where you have to be a certain way to be black. And he made a comment to me on some bullshit talking about when did I decide to destroy the black family by having a baby by a white girl. So one, she's not a white girl. So if we're gonna be talking about race, if we're gonna be black and we're gonna fight white racism, then we need to make sure that we define race in the most appropriate manner if we're gonna fight racism. Uh, we can't define it like white people and throw everybody on the white side and they throw everybody on the black side. It's not even conducive for one because don't even have enough people. So, and if we have uh, anybody wants to get down with us, whether they be Jewish or Arab or Persian or Armenian, black, biracial of any sort, uh, black dominant, biracial, gay, lesbian, uh, swirler, uh, Republican, Democrat, I mean, we gotta really start finding out how we can streamline our ideas because all this sectarianism in the black community just kind of reminds me of what's going on in America and other countries, these small divides for minor things against the common good. So that's one part of it, you know, telling me that I somehow purposefully um, 
try to do something against the black race, I, thought, I find it very laughable. Two, most black people are mixed with something in this country, so that those are not the ones we're going to look logically and scientifically. That's one B. Sorry, not two. But the second part about the conversation was how at that point where we're uplifting each other and I'm giving advice at my age, I'm older, so it's, you have to encourage at this age, that is your responsibility. I feel if you're over 35, even if you haven't done what you wanted to do, you need to be at the encouragement stage because you want to encourage the young people to do better even than you did, you know what I mean? So that is kind of what we need to do. At 40, you want to be at the encouragement stage, right? Positive, uh, They keep unity can't fight over if she has kids or you're a MGTOW or she's, you're a red pill or you're an educated lame or you're pro-black and all that. You know, it's irrelevant. Your numbers are small. You make up 13% of this country. So you've probably aborted more black children in, since 1971 than there are black people or at least half of that. And that's a lot of people. So we don't really have time for that. Now, this is part two of the mixed kid thing. Let's be honest, I'm a dark-skinned black man, and not a lot of dark-skinned black men are really pro-black. You don't see a lot of David Banners out here uh, or Benjamin Crumps, you know? Uh, and those guys, you know, not to discredit anything they do, but those guys are talented in other ways, and they kind of crossed over. You know, Benjamin Crump was a lawyer. Uh, David Banner was a musician. So they kind of crossed integrated into the pro-black movement, in my opinion, they weren't like born advocates, you know, like a dick, like Darren Seal or something. Um, or, so we have to really be honest, like most of our primary black leaders in our history are light-skinned and or mixed. So you could go down the line as Malcolm X, who is one quarter white being that his mother was biracial. You could go to Huey P. Newton, Angela Davis, Jesse Williams, Amanda Seals, uh, even your modern days like Common, Lisa Rye. Uh, it, it is kind of ironic. In the black community, some of the most aggressive pro-black leaders, male or female, have and many have had just as many light-skinned or mixed black people uh, contribute and contribute on a massive scale. So this disingenuousness is is beyond me. Let me tell you what I think it is. I think when you see black people, they get off on jumping on other black people for dating other races of people is or other races of people is because they don't have that ability. And I know that sounds like, oh, bro, you tripping, but hear me out, man. I really feel like there's a hint of jealousy in all of us, and when we can have something, we don't really care. Like, why would I care? Uh, even if you're getting those points where you're like, oh, man, there's too many of that going on. I live in L.A., I see a lot of it on the other side, more squirreling than, than uh, black men or jungle fevers, whatever you want to call it. Um, I see more of that out here, but then I look at the map, it's like, well, it's a lot more sisters and brothers, so we can't satisfy the women anyway. Then I just kind of worry about the quality. Like, I really care more about the quality of the people. I really feel like you can't help who you fall in love with, but you can help who you're around to give that opportunity to. So if you're gonna fuck with 
white people or another race, fuck with the best ones you can. Because they definitely know how to do that with us. And if they have more wealth than us, then it shouldn't be any problem for us to find those who have at least good family structures, uh, good cultures that we like. Like Hawaiian culture is pretty conducive to African culture. Anti-white culture, it is anti-white supremacy culture. So it works. And my kids are fantastic. So I'm not going to get into that, but definitely strong black boys. I'm a black male. I could go scientifically and say the father is the seed of the child. So if you have a white father, okay, fine. If you, Then you can be considered white. Unfortunately for those children, white men have not in droves claimed that, or at least they have not fought against their children being considered black. So that is not my problem. I don't fight the enemy with the same weapons that the enemy fights me with because I have different numbers. We must be strategic. Uh, Look at smaller groups like the, the Jews or the Israelis, if you will, for lack of a better term, which is say hey, Israeli won't bring up religious con- context because I know a lot of us are Hebrew Israelites and that's an issue, so I respect that. Um, so we'll say the people from Israel. Small numbers made alliances with America. I don't believe in my heart Israel has any philosophy similar to that of the United States, but they find it to their best interest to team up with this country and it has been to their great benefit for them to move around the world and create wealth and to protect their people. So if Ice Cube is going to give a list and to anyone that's going to give us the capital to protect ourselves, and look, let's keep it honest, folks, $500 billion is a lot of money. $500 billion is a lot of money. So I'm thinking I'm going to try to look up what that would be. See how many people we have in America. I'm using my computer. See how many blacks in America. Another population. So it's 13.4%. So let's say by number, say total population. Okay, so we'll go total, total population. Let's see what I got. We'll find out what the numbers are. Uh, so we see 34.4% total population is 41 million. So we're going to say 500 billion billion um, divided by 40 million. That is $12,500. So that is no money. That is not enough. Uh, but we got to get something going now because our numbers are continue to grow. So I don't think that's a lot of money, $12,000. But I think $12,000 per person could do a lot. I think black folks know what to do with $12,000. I personally would take, make us take half of it and buy back the market. And I'm shout out to all the black folks in um, Bitcoin and all that, man, and, and Robinhood, Forex. Yo, if you want to really have power, you got to have money in the market. You know, sometimes you got to be that leech on the host. And if um, white capitalist supremacy is imperialistic supremacy is the host when it comes to money, and you can latch onto that because I've been playing the market since the pandemic. I have ETFs, stocks, uh, I have crypto. There's three different types of crypto. We'll get into that one day. Uh, get off into the kind of money, man. Um, buy into the system so you can have power. That's what the Indians did to get the Redskins to change their name. They bought into every company. Or should I say, excuse my language, that's what the Native Americans did. So as we're growing a lot of people, forgive me for that, but that's what the Native Americans did to buy back 
their pride from the white man who was profiting off of a negative connotation of their name. So they went and bought big stocks in the FedEx and all these other companies that were associated with the Washington Redskins of the National Football League. So once they got enough money together, and they were small groups. There was um, church groups and sister groups and brotherhoods and, and lodges and, and families and neighborhood pools. There was all kind of pools of various different groups that were associated with the Native American. And uh, so once they got enough capital, they sent a letter out to the company just simply saying, hey, if you don't do something about this, we're going to exert our power in the company. And that, that freaked them out. And they got them finally, Daniel Slaughter, the owner, was vehement against it for some odd reason. Um, I don't know how you can, that's why I don't understand white supremacy. I don't understand hotel niggas because you do the same thing as white supremacy. You have this disillusion that everything you think is the truth, but you have no consideration or empathy for others. That's why it's easy for a homosexual, like woke progressive to say something disrespectful to me about my kids, even though I'm exhorting him in positivity. Because if we're not all aligned together as if some clone, some and you see it with the Democratic Party, if we're not a clone or something, then we ain't together, you know. But none of these so-called pro-black people can really contextualize what they know and what they're learning and make it balance, even to allow people the opportunity to come into those spaces. But a lot of that has to do with just setting the flame any black person that's trying to build something. Ice Cube trying to build something that y'all jump on his neck because you're liberal. Who cares if Donald Trump's a racist? It doesn't matter. You think Joe Biden's not a racist? I mean, I have white friends, man. And they'll, if you have a real white friend, they'll tell you every white person is bred racist. It's kind of up to them to decide if it's going to work for them or not. Now, a lot of the white people we know doesn't work for them. They live in Hollywood. They live in certain areas. They have these uh, personal relationships with black people in their formative years, generally in college. So you get those people that can break off, but all those people were taught white supremacy racism as a child, which is, think about it, just really simple. How do all these white folks who's claiming to know no black people have all these black jokes? Unless they're just sitting there all day thinking of ways to destroy you, this, this psychotic fascination, because though black folks have to watch white people on TV every day, that we have to uh, work for mostly white people, unfortunately, and buy white products and be inundated with white propaganda. Most black people generally, most black, even though we're inundated with white propaganda, most black people generally don't um, want to be white or don't give a fuck what white people are doing, really. But anyway, I digress. I just want to get that out there, man. Spent these little 15 minutes real quick to let y'all know how I felt about why we can't get along gotta stop putting each other in subsections you better grab, grab any enemy or former enemy any enemy's enemy that you can to build a coalition that includes from east to west to north africa to brothers and sisters in the uk and i invite all my brothers particularly in america to start especially if you're making money you're having problems with this system you're trying to be a traditional black man trying to keep on to your divine masculine nature i personally am trying to get my way over to africa Hey, if you're really pro-black, get some, I feel in my personal opinion, get some deeper African blood in your life. I hopefully will aspire to build a compound there for black males to come over and do business and, and push forward into Africa, into Asia. Uh, that's going to be my dream. You'll see me, you'll follow me on that. Just want to get that out there on the third episode. What I'm about, I'm about black males in America who don't want to live the feminist, 
liberal or conservative racist, should I say the feminist liberal cultural society coupled with the greedy racist public society that we live in because that's what it is both of them are just different um, types of festers or sores man either way uh, but the money is the money and there's a benefit I feel from being American you can use that weight somewhere else like it's all about environment anything you do it's about location uh, everything whether being seen whether getting to the right interview or living in the right place where your career is whether buying the right property uh Location, location, bro. So I feel like black men in America need to move on out of this location. We'll talk more about reasons why I feel like you're wasting your time fighting for shit in America. And that's the crust of the ice cube thing. In my opinion, they're both wrong because they both shouldn't be giving a fuck about getting anything from some psychopaths who have you kidnapped in a burning fucking house. You should be trying to run. If my kids were kidnapped and I got away from my kids, I don't care if it's 110, 20 years, I pray they remember their address. That's what most black mothers teach their children right after they teach them their name is their address because they want them to really get to the crib, get home. So why haven't we put our eyes on Africa? And I'm gonna to talk to some people over there, I'm to talk to some people that wanna go. If you about that move, holler at Shikis. If you wanna talk about a bunch of shit in America, you know, you can't really get sick. You can't, excuse me, you can't get well in a sickly environment. I just feel like the environment is always going to be sickly for us. They're always going to make it contaminant for us. And even if it's not our fault because of the karma of the white supremacist system, anything that happens to that system is going to contaminate onto us and we're going to suffer as well, a la the coronavirus. So other than that, this is my third episode. This is Marlon Joseph. Just want to holler at y'all real quick. Look, black folks, stop hating on each other. Stop dividing yourselves amongst each other for small things. Man, if a black person wants to get together with you and y'all want to hash things out, forgive each other, move forward, let that happen, move forward. You can't make nothing out the past. Uh, Ice Cube is trying to help out. Have some empathy for your brothers and sisters and take their side when they're trying to do things. None of us really know what we're doing. So show some love and respect. All that clickbait, Instagram shit, man, like, we done with that. Um, If you're down with thinking about making that move to Africa like me, that you like black women, you want a black woman, despite even if you had a kid by somebody else and you did whatever, you, or was married to somebody else or not, if you, in your heart of heart, this is what you want, and you willing to get that, I'm personally saying, if I want a black woman, I want the black as a black woman, I want my seed to go back into the motherland, I want my blood to go back into the motherland, and not to keep being contaminated with this disgusting, imperialistic American society. So, how about your boy, Mona Joseph, this is the Ratchet Dashikis, Episode 3. I appreciate y'all listening. That's what's up.